0: It seems sometimes that we have to make choices and take decisions without having all the information in front of us. Uncertainty and ambiguity are a fact of life, but sometimes, well, we just don't handle them so well. Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond, great to be back with you again. Today we're going to be taking a good look at dealing with this ambiguity and uncertainty from a different perspective. And do stay tuned, because in just a few minutes, I'll be telling you about my free daily devotional, Fresh. It's all about helping you draw closer to Jesus and become all that he made you to be. I don't know about you, but I really, really don't like uncertainty. You know that feeling when you put a job application in and and you wait, and will you get an interview, and you have an interview, and then another few weeks go by, and there's all that sort of tension of, of not knowing. Well, there's a project coming your way in in ministry and and you believe that God wants you to step out and do that, but the money hasn't just come in yet and you think, well, hmm, how do I deal with that? Well, that feeling I remember only too well years ago when I did my final exams at high school and in those days you didn't get your results until sometime in January. It was a long, long wait over Christmas to know whether I'd received the marks that I needed to be able to do the study that I wanted to do at university. A classic that I had to deal with over many years was in the consulting practice that I was involved in managing for 17 years. We had some resources. We had staff and contractors who were consultants. They had different skills and different abilities. And of course we had existing clients with work and sometimes work that you thought would go ahead would fall through and, and other times you thought it would finish and clients would extend the time. And then you were putting proposals in for new work and... And you would always have more proposals out there for new work than you had resources because you knew you wouldn't win all of the proposals. And it was always such a complex juggling act of existing resources, existing work, new work, work falling through, unexpected work. And not every consultant was able to do every job, so they weren't all interchangeable. Dealing with things like that, juggling all of those balls, can be very, very stressful. You know, if we bid too many projects, all of a sudden you won them and you couldn't resource them, and that was embarrassing. If you didn't bid enough, you would have consultants who were sitting on the bench, as we used to say, and your profit margins would plummet. It can be big and complex at work, or it can be small. like You're cooking dinner at home, but you have no idea when the family will be home. So do I put this in now, or will it get ruined, or how am I going to deal with that? The most important thing... I've ever learned about uncertainty and ambiguity is this. It's a fact of life. It's there 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, every day, day after day, year after year. And it doesn't matter how much I struggle, carry on, complain, worry, get tied up in knots, get ulcers, yell at people. It is not going to change the fact that uncertainty and ambiguity are facts of life. Why was that important? Because all of a sudden I learned that instead of stressing over it the whole issue was dealing with it and in fact not just dealing with it but given that uncertainty and ambiguity are facts of life excelling in that space. Jesus is, I love how how pragmatic and realistic he is. He recognises this reality. Have a listen to what he says. This comes from uh, Matthew's Gospel chapter 6 beginning at verse 24. Therefore I tell you Don't worry about your life, what you'll eat or what you'll drink or about your body or what you'll wear. Isn't life more important than food and the body more important than clothes? I mean, look at the birds of the air. They don't reap or sow or store things away in barns, and yet your Heavenly Father feeds them. Aren't you much more valuable than they are? Who of you, by worrying, can add a single hour to his life? And why do you worry about your clothes? Look at the lilies of the field. See how they grow? They don't labour or spin, but I'll tell you something. Not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed as beautifully as one of these. If that's how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow it's thrown into the fire, won't he do much more for you, you of little faith? So don't worry saying, what will I eat or what will I drink or what will I wear? Let other people run after those things. Your heavenly Father knows that you need them. See, Jesus is saying uncertainty about tomorrow is a fact of life and we need to learn to deal with them to deal with those uncertainties, to minimise their impact on us. In fact, when you look at what Jesus is saying here, if you learn to accept them and then say, hang on a minute, God is the one person who can see what tomorrow brings. God is the one person with the wisdom to know that he needs to provide certain things for me to meet my needs. Then all of a sudden that worry goes away And what we can then do is become someone who excels in the middle of uncertainty. It may be that everyone else around us is in a flap over something. Remember doing some work in New Zealand for a large government department and sometimes in this very large project that was, you know, it was a $150 million project, things went really bad. And there was one man, a leader in that organisation, when things went really bad and everyone else was in a panic and you know what happens when things go bad? The blame game starts. This person wants to blame that person and it's your fault. and, And He used to look at it and say, hang on a minute, guys, we can't help that this has gone bad. Remember this is where we're going. Remember this is the end game. Remember that's the hill that we're going to take over there. Now let's figure out how to get from here to there. When everyone else was in a flap, He was the one that was the leader and helped people through that. Remember, when we start to think through these things and say, "Okay," when I'm dealing with uncertainty and and all this stuff, the people around me may not have learnt these things. They may not have heard this program. They may not have been taught this by their parents or their mentors or their education system. They may be running around in a flap. In the middle of all that, you and I can excel. You and I can make a difference. For me it comes down to this. The first thing is realizing and accepting in our hearts that uncertainty and ambiguity is a fact of life. I may not always enjoy it, I may not like it, but neither am I going to get into a flap about it. It's just the way it is. I remember when we were buying a house, the house that we live in at the moment. There was an enormous amount of uncertainty and in fact risk. We just felt that God had called us to be there and it was very difficult. The very first thing that I decided was I was not going to be in a flap. The second thing was to revisit the objective with God. God, is this where you mean me to be? Do you actually mean me to buy this house? Is that your intention? Because if you're involved, I know you have the power and the love to bring this to pass. If this is your plan for my life, nothing formed against it will stand. On the other hand, if maybe I'm not heading in the right direction, if maybe God has a different plan, then in that stressful time of ambiguity, I'm prepared to adjust that plan to fit to God's. That ain't always easy. But if we're in God's plan, in God's space, doing what God's doing, nothing will stand against it. And then when everyone else is flapping around us, I learned a lot from that manager in New Zealand. I've decided that when they're flapping, it's my job to be calm and to nurture them and to accept that they're afraid, to accept that they haven't learned this lesson, to try and help them through this lesson, to teach them, to, to make it better next time. And then to think through the problem, to sleep on it. What's the objective? What do I know? What am I missing? Where can I get some better information? How much is stress clouding my judgment? You know, It's never as bad as it seems to me. And then lastly, it's about trusting and praying. Remember what Jesus said there, God knows what we need. He already knows. We can't add one hour to our life by worrying about it. The effective thing to do, the blessed thing to do, the wonderful thing to do is to place our trust in this person, Jesus Christ. So next time we're under stress, dealing with uncertainty and ambiguity, what are we going to do? Are we Are going to flap? Or are going to trust Jesus? each day. You can subscribe to receive your free daily devotional at freshdevotional.org or give us a call toll-free on 1-300-722-415 to request the printed devotional if that works better for you. Again, that's freshdevotional.org or 1-300-722-415. My prayer is that your heart will be touched and transformed as you draw ever closer to Jesus